Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash auction podcast for your free audiobook download. Hi, everyone. This is Martin Willis with the Antique Auction Podcast, and we have Rain Haynes on the line, co-host. Hi, Rain. Hi, Martin. And we have a special guest, uh, Heritage Auction Company, third largest auction company in the world. We have the co-chairman and CEO, Steve Ivey. How are you doing, Steve? Doing, doing well. Glad to be here this morning. Yes, great. Now, um, I know your company from years ago. I watched a lot of coins go through your auctions. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think there were uh, comic books as well. Comic, yeah, comic books was our, our our first real venture outside of numismatics. Well, I, I, let me let me take that back a second. We got we were pretty heavy in in the philatelic uh, stamp world uh, back in the '80s and early '90s, and we sold we sold that business in about 1993. Oh. And and but it's been primarily coins uh, up until. Our first venture outside of numismatics and philatelics was into comics, and that was around around 2000 mm-hmm. or 2001. I don't, I don't remember precisely. Yeah, what I re- what I remember about that time is you were it, you were taken by a storm. <laughs> that segment it was uh, causing a lot of uh, press. Uh, very much so. We had taken basically. Um, just to uh, go back a little further in time, in 1995, we were really early adapters into the internet and really went in and, and built out a. Uh, it now it now seems fairly quaint, but at the time it was a fairly robust website and bidding platform, and and uh, we built that up for coins, obviously from 95 to to 2000, and and, and um, we decided, or actually Jim pressed us to maybe go out and try a few other things, and specifically comics, because he was a big comic collector and still is, mm-hmm. and and comic art, and and so we decided that we would take our uh, bidding platform and, and and see if we could take the same success that we had had with coins, which had been pretty remarkable over those five years, and apply it to other collectibles. Um, coin, and just to give you a little, a little more background in coins, uh, we were probably the number three or four uh, a player in coins in 1995. When I say I'm referring to auctions only, and and uh, you know we bas- basically became number one in a matter of about four or five years, and a lot of that is could be attributed to the uh, to our internet platform. Mm-hmm. But but in any event, to answer your question with respect to the comics, we got into comics, uh, like I said, around 2000 or 2001, and we had our first sale, um, and it brought about a little under a million dollars, as I recall. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, Sotheby's and Christie's were both having a, a, approximately one comic sale a year, and our first sale was, um, I don't remember where, I think it was, uh, you know, like, like I said, around a million dollars. Our second sale uh, was around $4 million, if I recall correctly, which at the time was, was the biggest uh, uh, comic auction ever held. Hmm. And, and we quickly, essentially, t- captivated that market, taking probably what amounts to about a 90% market share within about 18 months. Wow. And, and, and to say our uh, platform 
was well received would be somewhat of an over, of, of, of an understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, we also had uh, movie posters right. uh, in That's those right. same auctions, and we've mm-hmm. since branched that out. Or soon thereafter, we 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 uh, took movie posters and made it its own category. So now you've uh, between now and then you've grown into being the third largest collectibles auction. But let's talk quickly about your beginnings. How did you start in the auction business? Well, let me first. Let me just. I will. Let me. Let me sort of go back a second and correct that last statement. We're we're the largest collectible auction company. We're the third largest um, uh, overall fine art and auction company. Hmm. Um, and when, when I say collectibles, I'm talking about the traditional collectibles. The, the you know items like sports cards, comic books, coins, currency, um, and, and that kind of thing. Um, you know stuff that was essentially initially sold as as, as multiples are. Manufactured as multiples, and of course we only deal in the vintage material. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any event, we uh, um, branched out into, into, into fine art. Uh, you know, probably a couple of years later. With respect to my particular uh, um, history, um, like Jim, I started out as a, as, as a coin collector, and and uh, when I was about nine, and and when I was about. Twelve. I actually started buying and selling coins. I went to had my first table at Coin Show when I was twelve. Wow! And when I was fourteen, I uh, started advertising, and <laughs> it's been pretty much you know I've been pretty much doing the same thing for about the last uh, uh, almost fifty years. Actually, it's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I think I was playing with marbles at fourteen, but I can't. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, if I would have probably played with marbles if you could have bought and sold them and made money. Yeah. The coins, coins struck me, uh, caught my interest. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing how you can take something that you did. It's, it's like saying, well, I had a lemonade stand and now I own Country Time Lemonade. <laughs> well, it was almost the same thing. There was a, needless to say, there were low barriers of entry into the coin business at the time. And, and uh, you know, it was just, you know, plus the, the, whole, the entire coin business or the entire um, coin collecting field was was really booming about that period of time too so i was fortunate in that regard mm-hmm. you just happened to be at the right place at the right time exactly yeah now um let's talk about some of the other things now i know that you're really picked up on the uh, illustration art illustration art's been a huge uh, uh, market for us and and fortunately, it was it was a pretty easy market for us to get into because mm-hmm. a lot of the the comic people had expertise in a lot of our comic people had expertise in illustration art, mm-hmm. and and so it was pretty much a natural for us. And we started handling a few pieces relatively early on, um, and then mm-hmm. that 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 business just sort of exploded as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just recently handled, and I'm gonna—I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. Charles Martinetti. Oh yes, I knew Thank him you. in Florida. Martinetti's collection. Yeah. I saw that that was broken down into a couple of different mills, and he actually is going to actually is going to be probably in, in the neighborhood of uh, uh, by the time it's all said and done, probably twelve sales would be my guess. Well, I'll tell you what. Any time I ever had any illustration art in my auction, he was the buyer. Right. He bought, he was, he bought I, I, it all. He, when, when, when we bought his uh, collection, there, he had forty, I believe, forty three hundred pieces. So it was a massive collection. Wow. But by the time it's all said and done, it's going to bring you know, well in excess or, or in excess of twenty million dollars. So it was a Ooh. very impressive group of items. Yeah. Say the least. <laughs> wow. So let's talk about some of the other. Since uh, I'm looking here at your website, and you have. 
Um, you branched out into all kinds of things, documents, historical space. I do remember you selling some uh, a dinosaur uh, skeleton or something for major money uh, a number of years ago. Yeah, we sold, we sold a lot of, um, of uh, uh, natural history items. Mm -hmm. um, that was another interesting um, uh, phenomenon. When we, when, we, when we had our first sale, it was, the, it was actually the, the biggest single natural history sale ever held with more than one consigner. The, and the reason I, 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 I qualify it like that is, is uh, Sotheby sold the T-Rex Sioux, uh, and I believe for about $8 million. And that, of course, was, uh, well, that was bigger than our first auction, which was around 4.6. But uh, uh, with the exception of that uh, Sotheby sale where they sold Sioux, our, our first auction was the largest natural history sale ever. Hmm. And wow. and um, what was remarkable about it is we had a phenomenal amount of cross buying. In other, in other words, um, one of the reasons for Heritage's success and, and rolling out to all these other areas is we have a built-in um, uh, group of buyers. And well, most collectors, as you probably both know, uh, tend to you know if you tend to collect one thing, you tend to collect multiple things. Mm -hmm. And and over half our over half the items in our first sale were sold to to buyers in other in other categories, uh, and uh, we've we've experienced that same uh, phenomenon in, in almost all our other collectibles as well. So we really have a big advantage having all these buyers when we enter into a new into a new area. You know, it's an interesting day when you go into the office and you're asked to auction a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> a really yeah, antique. I mean, that, that, that definitely makes you know an interesting yeah. day and an interesting and an interesting uh, profession. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty you know when you know we I did coin, like I said I did coins for a long time and you know I found that immensely interesting and, and, and fulfilling. And and uh, but now it, it really I mean it's 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 phenomenal what we you know, the objects that we get to sell and and. Uh, handle it's 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 uh, it's very uh, very entertaining and very rewarding if you can think of anything what is the one thing in particular that sticks out the most in your mind that you find to be one of the most interesting things you've ever been called upon to sell uh, you know what that's people ask me that question all the time and my answer sort of is all over the board because we've had so many interesting things this you know like we sold uh, General Custer's battle flag as an example mm. a couple of years oh, ago wow. that was that was cool and, you know Babe Ruth's uniform uh, in this next auction, we have uh, uh, Lou Gehrig's uh, 1927 Yankees uniform. Uh, you know, that was back when uh, Murderer's Row was was uh, prominent, and and uh, the 27th season that is. So, you know, this, you know we, it's a con it's a constant stream of those kinds of things. And, uh, we're selling we're selling a, 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 a Benjamin Franklin letter coming up with phenomenal content. Mm. Uh, it's that's you know, interesting. Talking about the talking about America and what a great country it can become and or should become and and uh, wow. uh, you know it's just you know con constantly things like that coming through. Wow. Now talking about things coming through, you must have like an enormous amount of property coming into your auction. Uh, place. Oh yes, it's it's a, it's a constant flow. Yes. Yeah. And your your let's talk um, for the listener who's unfamiliar with your company. There won't be a lot of them, but. Um, let's talk about your your main office and first of all your website. It's about the easiest website to remember. Um, it's uh, ha. Ha.com. That's correct. Uh -huh. <laughs> Gotta love that. So let's talk about your your office is in uh, Dallas. 
that our primary offices, we have offices, and as a matter of fact, I'm in our New York office right now, mm-hmm. which is recently opened, and we have an office in, in, in Beverly Hills and, and several in, 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 in Europe. Uh, but our primary location, of course, is in Dallas. We have about 160,000 square feet in Dallas and about wow. 375 employees there. Wow. The building is phenomenal. I've been there. It's, it's absolutely beautiful place. Yeah, I see the picture online. It looks like a skyscraper almost. It is. <laughs> it's, an 18, it's, it's, it's an 18-story building. Now, not, we're not the single tenant, but we're the largest tenant by far. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I have a friend who works in your new New York office, and she's a real sweetheart, Ariana Hartsock. Right. Yeah, she's a real sweetheart. Right. She was in Dallas up until... Real recently, yeah, she looked. She seemed very happy to move to New York. That's where she wanted to go. Right. Well, yeah. We knew when she were, when we initially hired her, that was the intention. Once we got this office up and running, she wanted to, to move back here. But I think she's become relatively fond of Dallas. So mm-hmm. she did mention that. Do I see online that you have European? You have European offices as well. Well, we, we have we do have European offices. As a matter of fact, they're prim- primarily um, buying offices over there that we that we use. But they they you know they're certainly um, Provide help and, and, and back and support for our other collectibles, you know, and, and fine art as well. Now, I, I noticed you mentioned the word buying, and uh, I know your company does a lot of buying. Uh, is can you tell us a little bit about something that's kind of a hard time uh, time to know what to pay for certain things? Right. Well, it it is, and and, and uh, we you know we act as principals and, and you know and do quite a bit of private treaty sales, and mm-hmm. and we do quite a quite a bit of wholesale sales in, in the rare coin area. Oh, I see. Uh huh. And so you're still very strong and active in the coins. Oh yes, coin mm-hmm. coins are still our biggest category. They really are. Wow. Right. So what's the what's the single most interesting coin you can think of that you uh, you've handled over the years? Well, we sold an, uh, a 1913 uh, Liberty Head nickel earlier this year for about 3.7 million dollars. That's, oh, that's a very very important coin and 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 one that we had a lot of uh, fun selling and got an awful lot of good PR. But we 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 sold and I don't know what the number is currently, but I think we probably sold 20 coins over a million dollars a piece, you know, really? over the last few years. So it's not. You know, it's, it's not. It's, it, you know, there's an awful lot of valuable coins out there. Now, let's talk. Since we're on coins, what's that? What's happened to that market these days? Is it the upper end still doing really well? It's still. I mean, it's, they're they're off from their highs a couple of years ago for the most part, but uh, they're actually pr- pretty strong. This last this last um, six to twelve months has been very very active for us. Wow. And just the coins, or in other categories? As well. Other categories as well, but coins have been ex- exceptionally strong. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think the talk has been amongst most of the show dealers that uh, the Asian market seems to be the thing that's super hot with with the uh, focus on Chinese antiques of all different periods. And I was just curious if you have found that to be the case in the auction well, market as well. Well, we don't we don't really have an Asian specialist in our in our oh. uh, in our off in our uh, fine art. So uh, we do sell an awful lot of. Uh, uh, Asian coins uh, through our auctions. Our, our world coin division uh, has done exceptionally well over the last 12, 12 actually the last 24 months. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I would have never thought about Asian coins. I'm thinking sculpture, you know, I'm thinking jade, Asian jewelry, porcelain. It's the, same thing. It's like the exact same thing applies to coins as well. I mean, there's, you know, we sell a lot to, to uh, uh, the Far East, um, you know, Hong Kong and China in particular, mm-hmm. and Japan as well. Hmm. 
Now I notice I notice that you have five hundred forty-five thousand nine hundred fifty-two registered bidders. I have to be one of those. That, that's, that would <laughs> read that right off our website. Yes, it, 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 it updates every few seconds. So we, by the end of <laughs> by the end of the by the end of this interview, there will probably be a few more. I meant to say approximately. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, isn't that something? Wow. We get we get uh, our website receives. Uh, on average, about thirty thousand unique visitors a day. Wow! Which is, which, I mean, which is, well, I, I, I continually find remarkable. Although it's been been that for quite a while, which just coincidentally, or it happens to be more than Sotheby's and Christie's get combined. I, I would I would think so. I, I have never heard of that. Wow! I mean, I worked at a fairly busy auction gallery, and when we got over a hundred thousand a month, we were pretty happy. Right. So. Well, that is, those aren't bad numbers, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. Um, there are, the, 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 those statistics are um, we get them from a, a place called compete.com hmm. and you, you can go online and compare one website to another and it, it, it shows um, individual unique uh, visitors and uh, we get the daily number internally but the, but um, uh, at least I believe we do but it's, it's pretty remarkable the number of people that visit and, 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 and another remarkable number I, I don't know what the number is right now but it, last time, last time um, I saw it the average person on our website stays for 11 minutes, which, mm. is, a, which is a remarkably high number. That is. Can I take out a banner ad on your website? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can think of a lot of companies that probably would like to. I, I, I suspect so. Sure, sure. Uh, with the opening of your New York office, you said you have Beverly Hills and then some in Europe. Do you have any other, um, by 2011, are you going to be expanding into other cities? Have you, have you it, met any considerations? Uh, well, we always would consider it, but at the moment we don't really have any um, any immediate plans. We we have you know the, a couple of unique situations. The place that we took over in in, in Beverly Hills uh, had been a uh, an auction company previously that has had essentially shut down their auction part of their business and moved out. So, it, you know, it, it had been a um, and prior to that it was a coin gallery. Um, so for the last, and that goes back for about 25 years, so it has a tremendous legacy value to us where people show up every day um, wanting to do business, not even, you know, not even knowing uh, they're, they're, they're there to do business with us because they just remember it. And our, in our place in New York, uh, we'd been looking up here for, for a while, and, and um, the real estate market just got to the point where, you know, it was half as much as when we first started looking. So, you know, we took advantage of that situation as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, now I can only think of another auction company, Coeur that's grown really fast, but I think your company is probably the fastest growing company I've ever known of. What do you think the key is to that? Being at the right place at the right time, a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, 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 um, you know, the company's been around for a long time, so it's not, you know, it's not really truly overnight, but, um, but you've grown uh, really but, fast in the last, say, ten years. Right. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I would have to say the the key to that is the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got in really early, and, and and I think did a really good job of building out our uh, website. And and uh, you know, I think you know, I, I have to say, I mean, we have good expertise. We have good that's, people. That's what I was thinking. You know, we're in, yeah. we're in Dallas, which is uh, you know, the center of the country, and and and. Uh, you know, fairly, fair, reasonably low cost basis uh, to mm -hmm. work. So, and and we have a lot of really, really good people, and we and we attract a lot of good people. 
because because of who we are. I like to, I like to compare it to playing for the Yankees. I mean, we get a lot of uh, people that, that that want to come to Heritage. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, listening to a uh, a political debate the other day, and they were talking about comparing California to Texas as far as doing business. And they said Texas ha- is so much of a better place to run a, a major business. It, 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 I have to say it is. I mean, California is, is a, a bit of a, a, a challenge, uh, <laughs> yeah. shall we say, with respect to businesses. But uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I heard um, our, our current um, governor's real one of his re-election uh, uh, ads, and, and I didn't realize this, but uh, Texas actually added more jobs in the last year or two years than all the, than the other 49 states combined. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Now, Rain, um, who's on the other line here, is... In antiques roadshow experts, I see you have. I, I see some people from your um, offices on the roadshow. I've noticed that over the last. I think few we years. have. I think we've had off and on four or five. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah uh huh. And we've had uh, Rudy Frankie and Rudy's wife and Nick Dodds and Kathleen Guzman. Kathleen Guzman, that's right. And, Kathleen and, and, and Mike and Mike Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. And 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 actually, Jill Bergham, our, our uh, jewelry expert, has been on there as a substitute several times. Where do you see um, Heritage going in the future? Uh, well, I'd like to like to think we can continue with our current gro- rate of growth over the next you know five to ten years. I mean, our, you know, we're not you know we want to we're we're aggressive fellows, and and uh, we would like to continue to to, to to build to build a company. I mean, our 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 goal isn't size in and of itself. Our mm-hmm. goal is to uh, provide the best product out there and have the most you know most transparent um, a website to, to to aid that growth. And, and uh, you know, we're always looking for um, uh, more experts and and uh, mm-hmm. and to innovate and and to try to uh, you know become a better company and 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 uh, uh, you know serve as a platform to, for people to. To, to, to buy and sell whatever it is they collect. Right, right. And I think if we do that, the growth will take care of itself. I, I think you're right about that. All right, very good. Well, this has been a real pleasure, Steve. Absolutely. I've, en- I've enjoyed it, and, and um, I look forward to listening to it. Great. And, Rain, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Absolutely. And thank you, Rain, for your help in the, in the past. I, I noticed recently that you're... Um, that you're actually helping. Uh, there's, I saw some ads, and I'm not sure if it was the New York Times or, so, or somewhere where you're involved with an auction company out in, in San Francisco. Is that correct? Correct, Alan Deshawn. He's been right. a client, of, a client of mine for quite some time. Yeah, it's uh, you know I love the auction industry, and I always used to say I, I would love to have my own auction. And the very first time I ever worked at auction uh, with an auction was actually with David Rago. And uh, oh. David was a colleague of mine, obviously, from Antiques Roadshow, and he had asked me to come on board, and Nick Dawes was with him at the time, and put together uh, an auction. And, you know, I had bid at auctions and consigned to auctions for years and years, and when all of a sudden you are responsible for putting together that auction. <laughs> what I love about the auction industry is the fact that, uh, much like being a dealer, you absolutely never know what the, phone, the next phone call is going to bring. And some of the most exciting things, um, you know, can, can show up at your doorstep tomorrow. You just never know. It's not like I'm going to go into the back room and go pick something up off the shelf. That's right. It's, it's always an adventure. It, it is always an adventure. And to me, uh, and, I've, and I know that I've said this to a lot of my colleagues, I love opening every box that comes because it's like Christmas time. 
It is. It's not something that you get to keep for yourself. It's the excitement that builds around opening that box and what you're going to get is, uh, I, I don't know, it just keeps you on a constant antique high. Yes, yes, it can, it can. <laughs> yeah, it, it really can. And, and when you put when you put a sale together, and I know that I enjoy looking at, at everybody's auction catalogs because I just enjoy admiring that caught the eye of somebody else. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great to see all of those things come together. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, something. Okay, well, I, I appreciate it, guys. Like I said, call me back if you have any more questions. All right. Okay, okay this, is Mark, this is Martin Willis with the Antique Auction Podcast, Rain Haynes and Steve Ivey of Heritage Auction Company, and we're signing off. Hey, everyone. Thanks very much for checking out the show today, and please do visit our companion site, antiqueauctionforum.com. Anybody can post there and... Feel free to join in the discussions or post links. Thank you, and again, we hope you enjoyed the show.